sometimes you have to just give your head a shake reading and hearing and thinking about some of the things that are being said about education and teaching and educational change as a result of what some would call political correctness, other people refer to wokeism, some would say it has to do with parents being involved in the classroom and being involved in school. But sometimes all those things just get way out of whack and people go off on tangents that are so dangerous for what they really want to accomplish. I can sympathize with parents and understand the idea that parents should be involved in their, their children's schooling. As educators, we know that what happens in the classroom and how that affects each and every student is a function as well of what happens when that student goes home. School and home go together. If home isn't good, school isn't going to get very far. If school isn't very good, home isn't going to get very far. How children progress through their school years is very much a function of how those two things go together. But parents and teachers have to understand where the line is. And there was an article and a move afoot that came to light in the state of Indiana in which a bill has been brought down in the state legislature that would say that teachers have to have their lesson plans in place and viewable a year before they want to use them because parents want to know exactly what's going to be taught in the classroom now the idea that parents want to know what's being taught in the classroom is good parents should know what their kids are doing at school but it's carrying it way beyond when one says the teacher should have the curriculum and their lesson plans outlined a whole year in advance. And I'm going to explain why. Lesson planning, when I first began school, teaching rather, was relatively easy. In the old days in the province of Ontario, teachers had a gray book a curriculum that defined what was supposed to be taught every single day of the school year. So the, the uh, Board of Education, the Ministry of Education in Toronto, defined when grade five students were supposed to learn about uh, pirates and pathfinders and which pirates and which pathfinders, when they should learn about the Aztecs and the Incas and the Mayas and, and uh, the history of all of the 
middle North American, middle American societies, when we should be teaching adding one number by one number and two numbers by two numbers. And every year there was a speller that students got and every student in grade nine had the same French textbook and so on. But then after the baby boomers started to come into school and the world began to open up to everybody and people began to travel around and people began to compare what was going on. The world was shrinking and we began to see that there was more than one way to teach and more than one way to approach whatever we wanted to teach. So little by little, we went through a period of when we were given a curriculum and we knew exactly what we had to teach, to being told that we were to reach certain objectives with our students, that by the end of grade five, we want every student to be able to divide three numbers by three numbers. And when they got into grade um, eight, they should know all the parts of speech and all the rules of grammar and so on. But by that time, it wasn't how we were supposed to teach. We were given ideas for how we could accomplish certain goals with our students, but nobody said this is the, the way and the only way to accomplish that. Then another two decades went by and there was a great deal of introspection at the ministry level in Toronto and the people who worked in the ministry started to bring into their ideas about the classroom and about schools from all of the research that was being done. Research on effective teaching and learning research on effective schools, research on how we learn, how our brains acquire knowledge and skills and affect. A lot of what was being found out was being found out because we were starting to look at things like artificial intelligence. And the computer began to rear its head and so people were beginning to look at programmed learning and all of the different things and the different in, um, inventions and the different ways of looking at the world started to merge together. And we began to realize that no two children learn the same way and no two children follow the same path in learning. Just like some children learn how to walk early and others to walk late and some young men become sexually active very young and others very late and we we uh, some girls develop big breasts and other girls develop little breasts and they all come at different times all of those things all of those commonsensical things began to merge together and we began to realize that education was a um, uh, a process and that we couldn't define perfectly exactly 
what we should be doing in the classroom at any one time. One of the things that most impacted or made an impact on how teachers taught was the idea of the teachable moment. That certain things happen in a day, in a week, in a month, when children are more open to learning certain things. If there's been an accident and someone in the classroom is in the hospital, God forbid, that's a teachable moment because then we can talk about those things with our students. Everything that goes on day in and day out, at home, in the community, comes into the classroom and provides an opportunity for learning. So the teachable moments become an opportunity for us to use interest to acquire skills and knowledge. When I was at the middle of my career, when I had accomplished everything I, well, when I had acquired some mastery, that's a better way of saying it, in my teaching career, I used to, after everybody else was gone and all of my students were attended to, I used to sit down and I used to plan out my day. One quadrant at a time. What was I going to do in the morning? What was I going to do after recess in the morning? What was I going to do in the afternoon, before recess, after recess? And I would put everything around me in the classroom so that I would have the things I needed when it was time to teach those things. Oftentimes, I might have to change the next day because something special had been planned and so I had to put off for a day or sometimes two days or if I tried to accomplish certain things with my students and they weren't learning them quite as quickly as they might have then I had to take longer other times I could go faster but the swings and the ups and downs in the school day made it necessary to plan my lessons only a day or two in advance. I used to have a day book, and if I was not going to be teaching a certain subject on Tuesday, then I would write in my day book where I'd left off on Monday and where I wanted to start on Tuesday. And I found that very productive. When I was teaching teachers how to teach, young people how to teach, one of the most important things I talked to them about was what makes up a successful lesson plan. We can only help children learn when we begin with something that piques their curiosity. It's all about getting kids to buy into what we wanted to teach them. And sometimes the things we think will pique their curiosity don't, and so we have to try something else. Now, how does that fit in with telling teachers they have to have their lesson plans ready 
a whole year in advance because parents want to know what's being taught when. These are the same parents that would turn around and say, oops, I got a week off work, I'm taking my kid and we're going, my wife and I are taking our kids and we're going away for two weeks to Florida. And then all of a sudden you have to change everything around because they want things for their kids to do and you want kids to continue to learn. Or if a child is sick all of a sudden and you have to change. All of those things we know make a difference to the ebb and flow of what we do in the classroom. To suggest that we need to plan our lessons a whole year in advance would take us back to when parents could complain and kids could complain that a particular teacher's lessons were boring because they did the same thing year after year after year. I used to spend my whole summer trying to plan each year in written large what I was going to do in the fall and in the winter and in the spring and the summer and I would switch things around because this year coming up there was going to be a winter Olympics or this year coming up there was going to be a summer Olympics or this year coming up was going to be a special celebration for Canada like when we had our 100th anniversary or 125th anniversary all of these things become points to bring curriculum to bear and allow kids to buy in to what we're teaching. To suggest that all of that goes out, that we go back to a time when we sat down at the beginning of the year and we opened up last year's daybook and we taught what was there and we pretended like nothing existed except that day book and those lesson plans. That would eliminate all, all the advances we've made in reaching kids and making school more meaningful. If parents truly want to be involved and know what's going on, then they should be dialoguing with their kids every day to find out what they learned in school. Did you sing a song? Did you paint a picture? Did you write a story? Did you have a spelling test? You know, kids will come home and you'll ask them, what did you do at school today? Oh, the same old, the same old. And then they go off to their rooms. You cannot let that pass. You need to try and find out what is happening in the school and in the classroom. And that way, by the parent showing greater interest in what goes on every day from a, I, would, I want to know what you're up to, not because I need to know and prove that you're doing the right thing. At the end of the day, there has to be trust between the parents, the teachers, and the students. And the way to go about doing that is to understand the world from the other's point of view and what's involved in what takes place, what's involved in planning day by day.
It's a huge undertaking, and it has to be done day by day, not month by month or year by year.